Man, I'm glad you guys are here today. My name is Wes, and um, and I'm glad I get to lead uh, this church, and we're glad that you chose to celebrate Easter with us today. And I'm married to this hot chick that was just singing right here on the on the right to my right. Right, she was like right here. I know she's right here because I was just checking her out the whole entire time. Dark hair, white pants, and uh, the blue, blue, pink topish thing. But I was looking at her, and um, I, Di and I, we got married about 13 years ago. But I went to a small little college, and um, I, I, I knew that I had to, I had to move quick. I remember when Diana walked in um, to the camp, the Bible College campus. I started walking across the, uh, across the hallway. It was freshman orientation, and you know, if you, if you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be in freshman orientation, you, you got to pay attention. You got to figure out who the who the freshman girls are, if you're a freshman guy. And I was sitting there in the, in, in there in the, in that day, I remember seeing Diana walk across the way and I was with a bunch of guys. And I looked at the guys and I saw Diana walking, I was like, shotgun. I was like, that one's mine. I like, I called shotgun on that. And they collected me like, what does that mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm going after her. I chased her down and man, I'm, I'm glad I got her. I had to fight her. I had to fight her parents for a little bit to get here, but I eventually got her and we've been married and we're glad you're here today. We have four kids and uh, we have a 10 year old daughter and um, she is probably leading your sons and daughters right now in, in kids' church. And uh, we also have a seven-year-old, and um, he is probably skipping church somewhere right now. That's probably what he's doing. And, um, and then I have three-and-a-half-year-old twins, and, um, and that's just a bad idea. Um, no one plans to have twins unless it just happens. Uh, someone asked me today, he's like, what's it like having twins? I'm like, can you imagine yourself drowning and somebody throwing you a baby? That's what having twins is like. And I was just kind of figuring it out, and... Once I, once the doc, the, you know, when you go get, have twins, there's always a, there's a sonogram, there's a, there's a tech there that she does a sonogram. And so she's there and, and my wife's like, oh, this pregnancy is a little bit different. And, and I was like, yeah, this pregnancy is a little bit different. And, and the doctor goes, and the lady goes, we'll see how many are in there. So she's got her little curse there, cursor there. And, and she's a little gymnast. She's about, she's about this tall, <clears throat> happy. She's like one, two. Three, I'm like, oh, no. Three is never good, unless you're Jesus. But outside of that, three is just not, it's just not a good thing. She goes, okay, let me go back and count that again. I'm like, yeah, you kind of wait, you kind of two. Anyways, we ended up having twins, and it was, it was awesome. Um, my seven-year-old, uh, he's awesome. I, I got a phone call from my neighbor the other day. He's like, hey, uh, your, your kid egged my house. I'm like, he's seven. I didn't start egging houses until I was in middle school, you know? So I was like, I'm not mad that he egged the house. I'm mad he started when he was, in, when he was only seven years old. And so she, and he goes, um, so I went to Diana. I'm like, hey, we got a problem. And she's like, what's up? And she's like, what's, what's my, whenever a kid does something wrong, it's always, what did your kid do? If they're good, they're her kids. If they're bad, they're my kids. But if, if you know me, she's not far from the truth. So she says to me, um, what did, she goes, what did, what did your son do? And I'm like, well, he egged the neighbor's house. He's only seven, like, I'm proud of him, but it's just too young, Diana. Like, it's just way too young. And so she says to me, um, no, 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 we made these invite, we made these invite, bas- these invite bags and in there it says you got egged and it's basically just an invite to church. And I was like, woo, <laughs> close one. I, w- I was so, so nervous. And, um, and so those are, that's my family. And uh, I hope you'll probably see them run around at the egg hunt. We're, we're glad you guys are here today. This, you guys are family if you're here today. And I see so many new faces today um, that, that I'm, I'm glad that you guys are here today. And uh, you look good. Most of you smell good when I walked in. I try to smell people when they come in. That's weird, but it's, pastors are weird. So that's kind of my thing. And so you smell good. You look good. And I'm glad you guys are here today. Um, I, uh, I work out at a, at a place called CrossFit Winter Garden, and I have friends there that I, that I chase around in the gym and try to, try to beat them. And I see my friends Brian and Shanna here today. I'm glad they're here today. And I'm glad, I'm glad all of you today, if you, if you came for the first time today, we want you to know you're welcomed here and you're wanted here. And 
welcome home, and uh, we want to be family with you. And, um, but hey, I, I, was, I was laying in bed last night, and I, I'm a pastor, so basically what I do is I basically spend most of my days telling people not to worry, but I'm a little bit hypocritical because I lay in my bed and I worry. And I'm trying to figure out, and I, I was laying in bed the other night, and I was like, man, what's the big deal about Easter? Like, if you're going to get up there and talk about Easter, you have to be able to tell people what's the big deal about Easter. And I don't know if you've ever asked that question before, but what is the, what is the big deal about about Easter. For some of you guys in here, if you're a girl or if you're me, you're like, Easter's all about shopping. That's what Easter's about. I'm super excited about that. I'm, I'm so glad I got a new dress or I got a new pair of clothes or I got a new suit. And that's kind of what maybe Easter for you, Easter is clothes. Or maybe for you guys, if you're a girl in here today and you're a chocolate lover, maybe Easter for you is chocolate. You're like, I like to eat those chocolate bunnies, which eating those chocolate bunnies, that's a little bit morbid. It's like, where do you start at? You know, like eat the ear off. You know, it's like, it's like promoting cannibalism. It's weird. It's weird. There's a lot of weird things that are out there. But maybe, maybe for you, maybe Easter is like getting together with your family. Maybe to Easter with you, for you, it's getting together with your, with your friends. And um, I, I, my dad started a tradition a few years ago where we would go to his house and we would, we would go Easter egg hunting. And I'm like, this is so lame. I'm like, I'll, I'll, and it, they, my family, they know to run everything through my wife. And our house, my wife runs the show. In public, I run the show. In private, I run the show. In public, she runs the show. And, um, and, and I was like, running by dying, I was like, this is lame. I was like, tell my dad this is lame. She's like, I'm not telling your dad going to his house is lame for Easter. And so I think my dad, my dad, he's, he's, he's not a, you know, he's a smart guy. There, there are six of us. I got six siblings. We're all in here right now together. And some of them have sat through two services. Pray for them. They need all the church they can get. And um, so my dad got smart. He goes, uh, to, he, I don't know how it went down exactly, but I think my, he told my brother. My brother's like, hey, you got to come to this thing. I'm like, it's going to be so lame. I don't want to go. He's like, dad's putting cash in the eggs. I was like, I'll be there. What time? I'll come early. They, they'll, they'll, I'm, well, I'm pretty transparent. If you know anything about, if you know me, if you've been coming for a while, if you're brand new, I'm a super transparent. I have no secrets. I just kind of, you know, I usually talk first and I think later, which is just how I roll. Um, but I was juiced about the money. I was like, I'll, I'll be there. I'll come early. I'm usually, they, 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 joke at me, they joke at me at our house. I'm usually the last one there and I'm the first one to leave. But for money, I was like, I'll be early, stay late, clean the dishes. What do you need, what do you need me to do? I was at the grocery store yesterday, and I have a couple of favorites. Coffee is one of my favorite things, and Christ is one of my second favorite things, and community, which is a group of people are together, and CrossFit. I got a bunch of C things that I like, and I was, on the, I, was on the, um, I was at the register there, and I'm always looking at those magazines right there to kind of get inspiration and kind of get, I want to see what the new latest, latest trends are and see what's going on around the world. I, don't, I, I get all my news from a credible source. It's called Facebook, and um, I'm just kidding. Some of you guys are like, oh, we got we to find a different church. I'm just kidding. I don't even, I don't even watch the news because everything to me is kind of like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to believe, what I'm supposed to believe. And so, um, but I, I was on the, um, I was out there at the register and I'm there with my, my twins. I took my twins into a grocery store, which wives, moms in here today, single moms, I'm proud of you guys for taking your kids to the grocery store. I thought it was a good idea. It was only three things. It took 35 minutes, but it was only three things. You have to corral them the whole entire time. They went in the buggy for a little bit, but then they want to get out of the buggy. But I, I was at the front thing, and I, and I saw this magazine. I picked it up there, picked it up there, and it says right here, it's, it's, it's a history magazine, but it says Jesus, his life and story. And Easter right now, right now for Easter, this is, this is the big deal right now for Easter. This is today and, and outside of April Fool's, this is the thing that everyone's talking about this weekend. There's no hidden, hidden agenda, and there's no, there's no secret to this. Is, this is the big deal today. And um, I was looking at it, and I, I, I was telling, I told our first verse, I mean, Jesus is like the biggest brand that ever was, ever was made. I mean, he had more followers than anybody else. He made more money. He's still making money today. Did you know Jesus is still making money today? Here's how I found out. He gets royalty on these magazines. 
I was looking at these magazines, and you're going to be shocked in just a moment. I looked at the magazine. This magazine is, typically when you go to this magazine, you'd get them off the counter, you put them in the thing, and you go. They're $4.99, $5.99. Not this one. $13.99. Jesus is savage. You know, like, that joker's got a $13.99 magazine still getting royalties. Like, that's a good businessman. You know, like, this guy had his stuff together. Some of you guys are like, oh, Wes, what are you talking about? This is the big deal. This is the big deal. So the question you gotta ask yourself today is, is what, what is Easter? I woke up this morning and, and, and uh, I walked outside and I, I got a picture of it on my, on my Instagram. On my Instagram, I took a picture real quick, but the Easter Bunny showed up in my house and his footprints are right there. My kids are like, when I walked out the door this morning for church, you can't get them up early for church for nothing. You go, go promise them Easter eggs, they're up early. They're up like two hours early. Like, why are you up, up, why are you up at 4 a.m.? You know, like they know there's an Easter basket. Well, the Easter Bunny had came to our house, and his tracks were outside, and that's a whole other story. And they're like, don't step on those, Dad. Don't, don't mess those up. But we got to be asking ourselves, what is, what is Easter all about? And so I wrote down a couple of things I think it's important for us to know. that here's a couple of things. Without Jesus, there is no Easter. Without Jesus, there is no Easter. We're celebrating uh, we're celebrating Jesus today. There, there's no secret. We're celebrating Easter because, because Jesus came to this earth. If Jesus would have came to this earth, um, if Jesus would have came to this earth, there would be no Easter. There, we wouldn't be celebrating. The whole world is celebrating Easter because Jesus came. A second thing I wrote down is this. Without his death, there is no Easter. Without the death of Jesus, there is no Easter. There, this would, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be celebrating, but he, he died. And, and, and not, only, not only that, not only without his death, there is no Easter. Without the resurrection, there's definitely no Easter. Just, it just wouldn't have happened because here's the deal. We're celebrating a Jesus who resurrected again. If you've ever studied people before that, if you study people who died, that's weird if you study that. But if you study that, people that die, we don't celebrate people that die. We usually celebrate them one time and at their funeral. And then once that's over, we don't come back. We don't come back and celebrate again. But Jesus, for the last 2,000 years, we're still celebrating this man that he came on this earth. He never sinned. Not only were we celebrating him coming to earth, we're celebrating him dying. And not only did he die, but he actually rose again from the dead. He's the only king that we've ever res- that's only resurrected before from out of a tomb. We sang that song. The Bible says that we, he, he had a borrowed tomb. I mean, Jesus didn't, he had a borrowed tomb. He, he wasn't selling magazines back then, apparently. The, he, he couldn't afford a tomb that he actually, not only could he, he could afford a tomb, but more so importantly, this, they knew this, he wasn't gonna stay there forever. The tomb was temporary for Jesus. The tomb was temporary. And so there's a couple things that I think that's important that we need to know that. We, we know that. We know without Jesus, there is no Easter. We know that without his death, there is no Easter. And we know that without the resurrection, there is no Easter. So I ask myself the question as I'm laying in bed this, this last couple weeks preparing for Easter. I ask myself, then who in the heck is Easter for? Like, if all that is true, who's it for? Like, don't, that's a great question. Like, in our house, there, there was four Easter, four Easter baskets. And, our, and our, two of them had bubbles in them. The twins were pretty sure they knew which two there were. And then you get a little, as you look a little bit closer, you find out, I couldn't tell you what was in those baskets. Easter Bunny dropped those things off like around 1 a.m. I was sleeping. But I know this. They want to know, who's, who's, who are those four? Who, I need to know who are those, who are those four. I saw this uh, thing there today, this meme of this lady. And the husband says, honey, how do all these Amazon packages keep on getting here? And she was like, I don't know. And he goes, well, they're all addressed to you. <laughs> and she goes, he goes, they're yours. And I had the question today, if, if, Easter, if Easter's real and if, if he came and that's real and if he died, that's one of you resurrected, then who was who that for? I need to know who was that for. So I've been asking myself the question, who's that for? There's a story in the Bible that answers that question. If you have a Bible today, you can flip over to Luke chapter 23. 
If you don't have a Bible today, we'd love to give you a free Bible on the way out today as a gift to you. We're not charging $13.99 for them. Jesus. <laughs> Savage, $13.99. <laughs> Why is that funny to me? If you're new to our church, you're getting a little glimpse of what happens in my brain. Pray for me. If you don't do anything else, if you don't come back, at least pray for me. Uh, Luke chapter 23. Jesus answers this question. He, asks, he answers the question, who is, who is Easter for? So Luke chapter 23, if you have a Bible, verse 34, the Bible says this. <clears throat> Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Now, if you're just joining with us today on our, on our regularly scheduled program, Jesus' last, last Sunday was, was called Palm Sunday. That's the last Sunday. It's called Palm Sunday. And um, this week, he would have rolled into town, into Jerusalem last Sunday. On Friday, which is known as Good Friday, which is a whole other weird thing. He died on Friday, but we call it Good Friday, which that's another lesson for another time. You can research it on your own. He died on the cross for our sins. He was beaten. He was bloody. He put, they put a crown of thorns on his head, just like this history book tells us. A crown of thorns on his head. They would, have took a, they would have took a leather strap. They would have cut it in nine times. It's called a cat of nine tails. They would have tied rocks and bricks and glass on the edge of it, and they would have beat him beyond recognition that day. They would have put crown of thorns on his head. They would, have tied a, a, they would have tied a cross to his back, and they would have made him carry his own cross to where he was going to die at. So all that's happening. And then Jesus says, he speaks up. Okay, he's on the cross, and Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And I'm thinking, Jesus, they know what they're doing. Like, don't give them an out, Jesus. They know what they're doing. Verse 34 says this, and then soldiers gamble for his clothing. They want, they want his clothes. They're going to sell them later on eBay. Verse 35 the crowd watched and the leaders scoffed. They said this, he saved other people, they said. Let him save himself. If he's really God's Messiah, the chosen one, verse 36, the soldiers mocked him too by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him which said this, this is the king of the Jews. Now they're mocking him. He is the king of the Jews, but they're mocking. They got a sign above his head. They got a crown of thorn shoulder on his head. They've beat him. They're offering him sour wine. They're poking at him. They're laughing at him. They're treating him like trash. We, we read the scriptures. We found Jesus would have been, beyond, been beaten beyond recognition. We wouldn't have recognized him. The pictures where we see Jesus, where he's, he looks nice. He's got good skin complexion, the nice, nice flowy hair, which I'm a little bit jealous of. I, I wish I, I, had, I had some hair like Sarah's boyfriend. He has really, really nice hair. That's all I got. Sometimes I see guys, I'm like, that's nice hair. I have numb. I guess that's really nice hair. And again, just an insight into my brain. But it's not the pictures that we would have seen. He would have, been, he would have been pretty messed up. It would have been a bad day for him. It was not a good Friday for Jesus. It was great for us because he paid for our sins, but it wasn't great for Jesus. One of the, one of the, there was a criminal there. He was hanging beside him, and he scoffed, whatever that means. He says, so you're the Messiah, huh? Prove it by saving yourself and save us too while you're at it. He says, hey, if you're really Jesus, why don't you save yourself and save all of us? Now, says, I'm sarcastic. If you keep coming back to this church, know this. I'm super sarcastic. If I was Jesus, I'd be like, I would have said some sarcastic stuff. I can't say it because we're in church, but I would have been getting them back. I would have been slamming. I would have been saying, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save all of the world. I, I'm, I'm doing a good job. Like, I would be like, bro, you're going to the hot place. Like, I would have been talking trash if I was Jesus, but this is not, I'm not Jesus, and you're, be glad for that. He says here, I'm nothing like him. I try, but I'm nothing like him. He goes, he, he says, if, you're, if you really are who you say you are, then save us, save yourself. Verse 40. But the other criminal, at this point, he can fill in as Jesus' Jesus's lawyer. He says, bro, 
Don't you fear God? Even when you've been sentenced to die, we deserve to die for our crimes. But this man has done nothing wrong, or he's done nothing, anything wrong. Then he said this, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Verse 43, and Jesus said this, I assure you that today you'll be with me in paradise. Imagine yourself, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she goes, I experienced the crucifixion. And I was like, you are weird. She said this, she, she, what she said to me, she goes, she goes, I, she goes, I was reading it in this, in this she's, she's brand new to church. She's reading the Bible because I told her to read her Bible. Because I told everyone to read the Bible because you can learn about Jesus in the Bible. And the more you learn about him, the more you can love him. And the more you love him, the more you can look like him. It's pretty simple. So I'm like, you got to read the Bible. This is really good. So she goes, I'm reading John. I'm reading this crucifixion thing. And as I'm reading this, she goes, I found myself in Jerusalem that day. She goes, I was there. At, I was there when they nailed Jesus to the cross. And I'm like, it's getting more weird. She's like, I saw the nails. I saw the thing. She goes, I was there. She goes, the dust was kind of pumping. And she painted such a good picture. I'm like, dude, I think I see the cross. She painted a picture. So we're there. We're on the cross. There are, there are two guilty people on the cross. And there's one innocent one. The one innocent one, spoiler, it's Jesus, the man on the magazine. He's innocent, completely free, never sinned, never said a bad thing, never stubbed his toe and said what all of you guys would have said, including me. Like, he never, ever sinned ever sinned and there's two guilty people one on the left and one on the right just like that and the one on the left says hey if you're Jesus help us get off this cross like save us like if you're who you say you are then prove it you're such a big man man up and the one on the right says hey bro you don't know who you're talking to don't you fear God don't you know who this is he, obviously the answer was no, he didn't know who it is or he wouldn't be saying that. You don't talk to Jesus like that. Like talk about a slap, you know, you just, like Jesus had the slap, but you just like, you're dead. You know, mic drop, you know, like he could just drop you quick. Just like think about it, like Bruce Lee mind stuff, like just, you know. I'm having a conversation about myself up here. Wes, there are people out there watching you. Talk to them. Sometimes I just start, I just play out the scenario in my head. So I was asking myself the question this week is why in the world, pray for me, Kelly. I'm asking myself the question, why in the world is this story in the Bible? Like, and the reason why it's in there is because Jesus wanted us to know that Easter is for everyone. That's why it's in there because there's a guy on the left saying, hey bro, I don't believe in you. And there's one guy on the right that says, I believe in you. You know what he says at the very end? He goes, hey bro, Today, when I die, you're gonna go to heaven with me. You're in. You made it, you made the cut. All it takes is a belief. I'll do all the heavy lifting. I'll go to the cross. I'll live a perfect life. I'll go to the cross. I'll die in the sins for you. I'll resurrect on the third day again. He goes, I'll do all that and I'll do it for you. And Jesus did that for all of us here today. Jesus wants you in here, to, you and I to know that Easter is for everyone. It's for all of us in here today. Whether you had a bad thought a minute ago or you had a bad thought yesterday, I want you to know today, Jesus wants you to know that Easter is for everyone. Whether you're in here today, whether you're black or you're white or you're stuck in the middle like me, 
people say, what are you? I'm like, my dad's black, my mom is white, that makes me a African American. Whether you're black or you're white, whether you're Republican or you're Democrat, whether you're nameless or you're famous, whether you're gay or you're straight, you're rich or you're poor, whether you feel labeled, whether you feel loved, whether you're Mother Teresa or they're Marilyn Manson, Jesus wants you to know that Easter is for all of us here today. There's not a single person that Easter is not for anyone here today. My buddy said to me, sent me a thing the other day that Jesus loved, Jesus said for us to love our neighbor. And then he labeled, Jesus identified his neighbor and he's, our neighbor is everyone. Whether you're Jewish, whether you're an atheist, wherever you fall at in between here today, that Jesus wants you to know. And this is why we're here today. That's why we put this on today because we want you to know that Easter is for everyone here today. Bible says in here that Jesus says in that his last, some of Jesus' last words, he says, it is, it's, it's finished. This is, it's over. And I wrote down in my notes, and I think it's important for you to know that Jesus, Jesus' last breath gave you your first breath in here today. He did that for you and for me, my friends. Jesus came, he lived 33 years just to die. Like if you had 40 days to live, you could figure out what to do for 40 days. For 33 years of his life, he knew that he was on his way to a cross. He came on a manger, came in a manger, but he left on a cross. He did that for you and for me. And he resurrected, praise God. And you gotta come over the next four weeks because I'm gonna prove all that to you. He came and he rose again and he lived on this earth for 40 more days. And he had to do that because he had to prove that he resurrected from the dead. If he would just disappeared and he was gone, mic drop, people wouldn't believe that. But he showed himself over, five, over, over 500 plus people he showed himself to, that we know of, 500 plus people he showed himself to. And that's why we have Easter today on their eyewitness account. God, I'll be here today. And I'll continue forever and ever and ever like Diana's saying about it, forever. So I want you to know in here today that Easter's for everyone whether you're, wherever you fit in at the spectrum, on the thing I read out, wherever, wherever you fit in at on, this, on the spectrum, whether you think you're good or whether you know you're not good, whether you think you have it together or whether you know you're not, wherever you fit at today, Easter's for everyone. But we have to have a moment in our life where we're like the one thief, where we say, Jesus, I need you. I need a savior. Today's your opportunity. Your opportunity is now to make a choice to believe in Jesus. You get to make that choice. And here's the deal, everyone gets to make their own choice. Jesus died for the world, but the world has to choose to choose him. And so here's your, here's your chance. I invite you to bow your head and close your eyes.